Matthews on Radio 191 FM. Tēnā i These are your Irirangi Kōtahi Radio 1 news headlines for Thursday the 4th of February. Ko Eileen tēnei. The East Otago communities of Waikowaiti and Kadatane have been told their water supplies contain unhealthy levels of lead, several weeks after the Dunedin City Council became aware of the issue. Testing in mid-December showed that lead levels in the coastal Otago communities were almost four times the acceptable level for human consumption. However, the DCC staff member who was alerted to the issue was on leave at the time, leading to a month's delay in announcing that the water in the area was not fit for human consumption. Whilst lead was first detected in the water in Waikoaiti in August, several subsequent tests returned adequately low lead levels, leading to the conclusion that the issue was a one-off spike. Testing was regular from August until mid-December, and up until mid-December, most tests were returning satisfactory water quality. Unlike many water contaminants, lead cannot be removed from water by boiling. This, in fact, increases its concentration. As such, Waikoaiti and Karatane residents are being asked to collect water from tankers located in town centres. Tap water is not to be used for drinking, cooking or food preparation until further notice. When consumed over lengthy periods, lead can cause anemia and in some cases trigger developmental issues in the brain and nervous system. Many in the affected communities feel they should have been informed of the issue with much greater urgency. The Three Waters Group, which manages water issues for the DCC, says the approach is more of a precautionary one, as the high lead levels are occurring in spikes as opposed to consistently. Speaking to Radio New Zealand, Group Manager Tom Dyer said that increased water testing was being carried out across the Otago region and encouraged anyone feeling unwell to contact their doctor. A new Aotearoa-specific history curriculum will be rolled out in schools and kura across the country by 2022. First announced in 2019, the draft curriculum for the subject, which will be compulsory up to Year 10 and optional for NCEA, was released on Wednesday. Currently, New Zealand history is taught under the Social Sciences umbrella, but there are no specific requirements for the quantity and content of New Zealand history in the curriculum. As such, it varies greatly from school to school. Education Minister Chris Hipkins says the new curriculum will allow for the teaching of region-specific New Zealand history. So students in Otago might focus on Chinese migration in the late 1800s and the forced labour of political prisoners from Parehaka who were kept in Dunedin. The change has been welcomed by senior members of the Post-Primary Teachers Association and the Principals Federation. However, National Party Education spokesperson Paul Goldsmith says the new curriculum lacks balance, claiming it focuses too much on, quote, identity politics and not enough on economic history. The Ministry of Education is encouraging New Zealanders to read the new draft curriculum available on the Ministry of Education website and are welcoming comments and submissions on it. That was the news with Irirangi Kōtahi, Radio 1. Now, time for the weather. The Radio 191 FM weather. Today should bring some respite from the heat of the last few days, with mostly clear skies and a high of 15. Tomorrow, we can expect cloud in the morning and evening, northeasterly winds and a high of 17.